Father, teach me how to bear my own burden. I release it unto you wholeheartedly. And Father God, do not let me abandon the works of my hands. For self-glory of pride, they glory of man alone. But unto you, my God, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's bear one another, y'all, in day 15. In the name of Jesus, because of the Christ of God and because of the grace of God is upon our life and the light of his glory. We are full of divine favor. We are partakers of heaven's special blessings. We are overcomers. The Bible says whoever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even my faith in the name of Jesus, because of faith given unto me uh, through the scriptures in the Lord Jesus Christ, my love continues to abide and more and more for God's for all God's people. I do not I do not cease to give thanks. Remember, my Lord has inclined his ears into my prayer unto him, which I always pray day and night. In the mighty name of Jesus, right now, O oh God, we ask you, O oh God, to look after your people. Right now, O oh God, raise them up, O oh God, those that are dead. Raise them up to life right now, O oh God. Let them know that they have been risen, O oh God, to sit at the right hand in heavenly places, because it's far above all rule and authority. Right now we are up under Christ's feet. We are appointed by him. He's the head of all things. We are under him, but he has given us all power and authority to fulfill his will. The Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. If we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him uh, since we know that God's word is his will. Uh, we can be confident that he will answer yes uh, when we base our prayers on his word. Uh, the Bible says that this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he will hear us. Uh, and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we will have the petitions that we desire of him. Uh, in 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Uh, oh Lord uh, as I have seeked your faith to learn how to be more accountable in my office of calling and continue to teach me your ways. Oh, you have gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and of the knowledge of some God, unto the perfect man, and to the measures of stature with the fullness of Christ, from whom the whole body fit jointly together. Oh Lord, cause me not to think of myself to be something uh, when I'm nothing, only what you created me to be. Uh, so I won't deceive myself. I decree and declare these scriptures over my life. Uh, I bear one another in love, uh, patience along with Romans 14 and 12. Uh, so then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, help me to confess my thoughts to one another and pray for one another that we may be healed. Uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man of much James 5 and 16, the first Thessalonians 5 and 11 reminds me, wherefore comfort yourselves together. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. 
on this afternoon. I don't know what part of the country you may be in because we got people all over. Hallelujah. We got people in Pakistan. We got people in Netherlands. We got people, hallelujah, in Paris and Africa, Australia, all parts of the world, U.S., hallelujah, U.N., Russia, Ukraine. I'm telling you, when we look at, hallelujah, the statistics, we saw all of these areas, all of these nations that's listening in to SOAR International Outreach Network. I believe it's because when they saw the word sword, which they know that it is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, hallelujah, outreach international, they knew that they belong, amen, because we are a collaboration, hallelujah, that's collaborating with many networks all over the country, amen. Anytime prayer is going forth, anytime we're in the word of God, whatever it is dealing with God, we're there, hallelujah. Anything, hallelujah, dealing with the things of God, we are there, hallelujah. So know that anytime they call on prayer, we're there. Anytime they call on fasting, we're there because we're here to help God's people. We're here to stand and intercede on their behalf. Glory to God. And don't take it for granted on what the Lord God is doing. Hallelujah. Because God is moving. Amen. A lot of people say we're waiting on the revival. No, the revival is already here. Glory to God. If the revival is you, you have to come on and step out. Because when we come together and gather together collectively as one, the revival has already started. Glory to God. So therefore, quit saying that we're waiting on the revival. No, the revival is already here. Glory to God. All we have to do is just know that because the revival is here, we have to stand in unity. We have to stand together as one. Hallelujah. Because when we stand together as one, hallelujah, that means that we are connected. We are unified. We It is we, us, and them. Glory. And the glory is already here. Because the Lord has said in 2023, he said, I'm tired of my people saying, I'm waiting on God. I'm tired of my people saying, um, no, God said arise god said shine your light have come your light have come because the glory of the lord is upon you so the glory is already on you because i am glory see god is glory so when god is uh, you say you in god that means that glory is already on you so quit saying hallelujah you're waiting on the glory quit saying you're waiting on the revival you are the revival the glory is already on you the glory is already present that's why the lord told me to speak today on some things so that his people would know that everything is the point of beginning in him everything is the point of beginning in him and we have to understand that the lord is our shepherd amen and we should not want hallelujah and also we need to understand that when we pray our prayers are effectual they're vibrant and they are available much because when we're praying that same model prayer in matthew 6 we understand that we are praying effectual vibrant prayers that are very much and then we're going to understand the promises hallelujah that god have given us promises to guide us promises to help us if we don't know the promises that's already been given to us we'll still be saying we're waiting on the glory we'll be still saying we're waiting on god no 
Hallelujah. Because I believe when we know that we are in that secret place with him, glory to God, we know that he's there. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shammah, God is there. Hallelujah. We don't have to keep on calling on him. He's there. All he wants us to do is to acknowledge him. Glory to God. He wants us to acknowledge that he is there with us. Amen. And then when we acknowledge that he is there, the Lord God is going to show up. Hallelujah. He's not going to force himself. Hallelujah. No. God is not a God who forces himself on us. Amen. He wants us to know that he's there. And when we know that he's there, hallelujah. But how can I find him? Let me help somebody in the secret place. Where's the secret place? The secret place is that place of worship. That secret place is your place of prayer. The altar of God where you put him, not just in one box, but everywhere you go. So let's just worship him, amen, because he is the secret. He is in that secret place. to see. 
I just want to be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just want to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. And we thank the Lord because of his glory. He said, arise and shine. Your light have come. The glory of the Lord is upon you. And because our light have come, the glory of the Lord is upon us. So like Moses said, show me your glory. But the Lord said, come on now. He already let us know that the glory is already upon us. So that lets us know, guess what? He already showed us his glory because he is glory. So let's worship. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. For raining down on us. Hallelujah. For shining down on us. And for sweeping us. Amen. Hallelujah. We just give God the glory. We give God the honor. Hallelujah. For his, for just his love. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Amen. So let's just go ahead and thank the God and thank the Lord God because I told you that we are the revival, amen. The revival is already here, hallelujah. So we don't have to keep saying, hey, we're waiting on a revival. We are the revival, amen. It's already have swept the earth, amen. So all we have to do is come together as one, as we, us, them, in unity, and watch the power and the fire of God go forth in Jesus' name. Let's praise God, and then we're going to the word. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. And we are in the building. So the revival is going to hit everybody. 
It's already here. Amen. Glory to God. I am so excited about all the things that God is doing. I don't know if you have eyes to see, but God is moving. Hallelujah. He is moving. He is moving in our lives. Hallelujah. Right now. Hallelujah. Because the point of beginning is in him. Amen. Because in the beginning, that means before all time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that is about to come forth. Hallelujah to your servant. And Lord God, we just thank you that this word is resurrecting. Our spirit is resurrecting. Our mind is resurrecting. Our soul, our hearts, in the mighty name of Jesus, that we shall go forth right now because it is, hallelujah, not many laborers, Lord God, but the harvest, hallelujah, is many, but there is a few laborers. But after, Lord God, we are receiving this word, may we be part of those laborers that's out there to fulfill the harvest that need to be done because the point of beginning is in you. And because it's in you, everything that we're going to do is in you. Everywhere we're going to go is in you. Everyone we're going to talk to is in you because it's going to be all about you, Jesus. Nothing about us, nothing about man, woman, boy, or girl, but everything about the Lord God. Amen and glory to God. John 1, I said we're going to talk about the point of beginning, which starts in him. And the Lord said he needs you to understand that he is your shepherd and you should not want. And because you should not want, why are you worrying about what you need? Because if he's going to give you what you want, your need is already there. Amen. Because he says those that are in Christ Jesus, he shall what? Provide our needs. So if you're not in Christ, that's why your needs are not being met. So you need to check, hallelujah, your relationship in Christ. Because when you're in Christ, he will take care of your needs. And guess what? Your wants, he got those too. Amen? And we're going to understand more on our effectual, fervent prayer that avails much. And then we're going to get on up out of here after we stand on the promises of God. Hallelujah. Because we're going to leave here knowing the promises that God has given on us today. Amen. John 1 and 1. Hallelujah. I'm going to be taking it from the passage of John 1, 1 through 16. And then I'm going to come back. Hallelujah. Through Matthew. Hallelujah. 6, which is going to talk about, hallelujah, the Lord's Prayer. Amen. And then we're going to come out of the book of James. Amen. Hallelujah. Fervent prayer. And we're also going to touch a little bit in Psalms 27. The Lord is our shepherd. So those are the scriptures that I want you to take in hand. James 5, 14 through 16. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And James, hallelujah, 12 through 13. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's go ahead and begin. In the beginning, I'm going to talk about the point of beginning. So make sure you get your notes because this is going to be great. I'm telling you because the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us on this morning. In the beginning, many before all time was the Word, Christ, God Almighty. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God himself. See, Isaiah 9 and 6 reminded us, amen, for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. So know that the government is upon the shoulder of Christ. 
I understand what's going on in the government, but the government is on the shoulder of Christ. So a lot of things that are going on, guess what? Christ is aware, and he is working some things out. So don't worry about what's going on. Yes, listen. Yes, take heed. Yes, make sure you always know what's going on around you, but don't worry. Don't worry, because the government shall be upon his shoulder. Who is his? Christ Jesus. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. He's your counselor. He's counseling you in this hour. You don't have to run to people about your marriage. God will send those in your life that you can talk to that is coming in his name because everybody is not in his name. They look like they're of him, but really they're for of him. They have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. And because it's just a form, it is not real. Anytime something is just a form of it, you have to be of it. You have to be in it. But he is our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, meaning eternity, the prince of peace. Your peace is already here. Those that are in Christ Jesus already have peace. Are you in Christ? Romans 5, please, that's what it says. So you have to be in Christ to have peace. The reason why you have no peace because you have no relationship with Christ. Only in Christ Jesus is your peace there. Amen. Oh, Lord, you are our God. We will exalt you. We will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things. See, these are things that we have to know. Hallelujah, that the Lord have done. Because the Lord God is our God and forever forevermore. He will guide us to the very end. Psalms 48 and 14. That's a promise. See, I'm tying this in. So that's why we can say, oh Lord, you are our God. We exhort you. We praise your name because you have done wonderful things. Why? Because you have guided us to the end. Hallelujah. And then not only have you guided us to the end, I am with you and you watch over us wherever we go. And you have brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey. And what I love about this is that he said that he will never leave us until he have done what he had promised. Genesis 28 and 15. That reminds me. That no matter what, he will finish the work. Man may leave you in the middle of the work. People will leave you in the beginning of the work. People will leave you in the end of the work. But God will be with you in the end and wherever you go. And even though you may stumble, he will not fall. He will not let you fall. I'm speaking to some man right now. Mr. Sir. Whoever you are out there, you will not fall. Hallelujah. For the Lord upholds you, sir, with his hand. 
man of God, boy, young man, mister, please go stand on God's word in Psalms 37 and 4. Because though you may stumble, you will not fall. For the Lord upholds you with his hand. And guess what? When you go back and you stand on this word, I need you to take the word of God. Because the word of God is a lamp that will guide your feet and be a light to your path. Hallelujah. As we stand and believe in Psalms 119 and 105. So as you continue to let the word be your light. Amen. Hallelujah. It will guide you. Hallelujah. It will be a light for your path. Because even promises and purpose that's planned in your life will be fulfilled. Amen. Because the Lord God will continue to what? Be there for us. That's why we will continue to what? Bring good tidings. Hallelujah to Zion. Tidings to Zion. We will get up to the high mountain. Meaning we will get into a place of prayer. We will get into a place of intercession. We will get into a place where we can meet God. That is the how mountain. I don't know if many of you went to a Chia Mountains in Ghana, but it is a mountain where they go and pray. And all you hear in the forest of mountain, there in the mountain is prayer. Uh, 
us. Amen. He will lead us in green pastures. Amen. He will lead us beside the still waters. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John 2. He was present originally with God. Amen. Now, three, all things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that is coming to be. Amen. Four, in him was life and the life was the light of men. There we go. Because the word of God is what? Our lamp. He will guide our feet and and the light will be a light for our path to lead us on our way. Amen. In him was life. Amen. And the life was the light of men. And the light shone on in the darkness, for the darkness have never overpowered it. So therefore we put out or absorb it or appropriate it or unreceptive it. So therefore, we must continue to let our light shine in dark places. Let our light shine in places where we know that there is wickedness, that there is evil, so that things will come into his marvelous light, until things will brighten up. Amen. There came a man sent from God, whose name was John. Are you sent from God on today? Thank God we're sent from God. Because Malachi 3 and 1 says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine drop its fruit before the time in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Amen? Hallelujah. So therefore, we thank God. Because this man came to what? Witness. We are witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are ambassadors of our Lord Jesus Christ. We represent Jesus Christ. So we have to be careful what we say. Why? Because we are representatives of Jesus Christ. We have to be careful what we do. Why? Because we are representatives of Jesus Christ. We have to be careful in what we wear. Why? Because we are representatives of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So therefore, the man, this man, came to witness that he may testify of the light, that all men may what? Believe in it. Not believe in him. Not believe in what he do. Not believe because he coming prophesying just what God is saying. We put so much trust in man. We put so much trust in what the prophet says. Yes, we thank God for the voice of God. As a prophet of God, I understand that I am a mouthpiece of God. But I am a witness that have come to testify of the light. The light of Jesus Christ. So don't get caught up in me. Hear the word that the Lord is speaking to me. But know that Jesus Christ is the light. And because Jesus Christ is the light, and I am the witness, so that you will see the light that shine bright in me, because the glory of the Lord is upon me, and because the glory of the Lord is upon me, God is in me. And that means that when I go out, the light.
witness in something that I don't believe in. I can't witness into something that I don't trust in. I can't witness into something that I have doubt in. If I'm doubting and have unbelief, how can I be a witness that God is good? If I'm doubting and walking in unbelief, how can I be a witness that God is a healer? Come on. So you have to believe in what you witness it in. Just like a witness. When the witness is on the witness stand, they're there to because they have witnessed something that had happened. They could not testify to something that they never seen. They could not testify to something if they wasn't there. But because I have seen great and marvelous things that God have not only done in my life, but I've saw great and marvelous things that God have done in many people's lives. That's why I can witness and say that God is good. I can witness and say that God is a healer. Not only because what I saw him doing in somebody else's life, but because he healed me. He healed my mind. He healed my body. He healed my heart. He is truly a healer. He is truly a chief physician. He is Jehovah Rafi. So that's why I can witness to you and say that he is Jehovah Rafi. He is our healer. He is our heart regulator, our mind regulator. He's gone. I can say that he has saved me out of a terrible pit. How do I know? Because I was in it, and he poured me out, and he placed me on a solid rock. So that's how I can witness to you, that he will pull you out of every pit of darkness, every pit, hallelujah, and make you stand on a solid rock. When you're standing on a solid rock, you're standing on God, because he is the rock. He is our cornerstone. He is Jesus Christ. I can witness to you that he died for me. Why? Because I have died to myself. No longer do I do the things that I used to do. No longer do I go to the places that I used to go. No longer do I say the things that I used to say. I was a cussing sailor. I don't even cuss no more. But it's only because the goodness of God, he have changed my words. He have changed my thoughts. He have changed my tongue. And that's because he have witnessed to me. So I can testify because I believe I trust in it. I rely upon it. But only through him. See, he was not the light himself, but came that he may bear witness regarding the light. So the light is not me. The light is in me. God is in me. He is the light. I'm just the witness bearing the light that is in me. Now, let's talk a little bit about the glory. First of all, God is light. Amen. Walking in darkness will lead us away from fellowship with God. Walking in light lead us to a community with God and our brothers and sisters in Christ. So what we must understand is that God is light. Anything that's dark is not God. So when you see darkness around people and places and things, it is Satan. Because God is light. See, the Bible uses an imaginary of light and darkness often to describe a fundamental reality of living in our universe. In Genesis 1, when everything is what? Formless and void. Amen? See, God says, let there be what? Light. And reason why he said that is because he needed separation. There was separation from light and darkness. See, in 
our life, God wants to separate us from light and darkness. Meaning, he wanted to keep us in this marvelous light, but he wanted to separate us from darkness. So anything that's dark in our life cannot stand the light, so it needs to be separated from God's marvelous light. So you're wondering why separation is coming. You may be separation some some relationships, separation on your job, separation in some other things that may regard you. Know that God is trying to separate you from darkness because the light that is in you and on you cannot and will not obtain to walk with anything that is dark. Amen. So the light, amen, separated because when he said, let there be light and it separate the light and the darkness. So when we read even in John chapter eight, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Amen. Why does he say that? Amen. That is because God is glory. God character and his glory represent his light. Amen. See, light illuminates. Light reveals. And light let us see things as they really are. You can't see anything in the dark. When you cut off the light and it's dark, only way you're able to see something if there's a shadow of some other light in the area. But you won't be able to see the full picture because you're in darkness. Amen. But when you cut on the light, you're able to see everything clearly. Amen. So light illuminates. It reveals. Amen. Again, you can be in a room and you can see the most beautiful picture that is in that room. Hallelujah. But unless you have that light on, amen, hallelujah, it will be very difficult to understand the details of the picture. See, you may see the picture, but a picture always have details. Details that are small. Details sometimes that is hidden. So you will need the light to see them. See, light affects and change everything it touch. So on the other hand, darkness is simply an absence of light. Darkness is not an entity in itself, amen? It is just a lack of light. For that reason, the beginning of this will allow us to understand, listen to this. Now, this is the gospel message we have heard from him and announced to him. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. It is interesting that God will phrase this in such a way. Why? Because God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. Why? Because people will come and try to change the word. Hallelujah. So that's why John made it clear. No. Hallelujah. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness. No darkness nowhere. Not even a tab of it. So get it right. Amen. So that's why he he know let us know that the light represents God's character. Amen. It illuminates and it reveals God's existence, who he is, his nature, his creativity, his life given. Because 
us, away from the things that can harm us. So we must not what? Walk in darkness. Why? Because it leads us away from the fellowship with God. If we say we have fellowship with him and we yet keep on walking in darkness, we're lying and not practicing the truth. The truth is not in him. Amen. Hallelujah. So we can tell everybody, oh, we're walking with God. But soon when we leave their presence, we're doing everything we know we should not do. See, God is all-knowing, all-seeing, and a God that's everywhere. So you can say one thing to her or him, but God sees everything. You cannot lie to God because God sees everything. See, you may lie to yourself and you believe this lie, but I pray that God allow you to see whatever lies that the enemy been feeding you because you can't live off of lies. You need the truth. Amen? That's why we have to know that we have come to know God. But a lot of times we say that we have come to know God and yet does not even keep his commandment. We are liars. The truth is not in you. That's why our word is bond. If we tell somebody we'll be there, we should be there. If we tell somebody we'll do something, we should do it. That's why we should not promise nothing. We should not worry about tomorrow or say what we're going to do tomorrow. I mean, we say um, by God's grace, we'll see you next week. Because it's only by God's grace that we may see you. God may choose something else. So we can't be 100% sure that we'll see you. But by God's grace, if it's in God's will, we'll see you. That's why, because the enemy always want to take our words and twist them. So I always tell people when they say, oh, Apostle, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for God. I'm going to do this for you. You know, I say, just, just do it. Because the enemy is waiting to make you a liar. The enemy is waiting to twist your words. The enemy is waiting for him to make you look like your words are, 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 are empty. So that's why I always tell people, you know what? If you're going to do what you're going to do, if you're going to bless God, you're going to bless the ministry, just do it. If you're going to come to church, just do it. If you're going to do the work of the ministry and the byways and highways, just do it. Because the enemy is ready to make us liars. Because he is a father of lies. So he needs you to be in his camp. So that's why it's always good to ask the Spirit of God to help you do what you say. To help you keep your word. To help you be truthful in what you say. Amen? If God is light and his character is completely pure and limit, uh, excuse me, and limit, um, illuminating everything in touch, then it makes sense that those who know him should walk in the light as well. So this is not something that we need to teach you. You know God is light. And you know God's character. You know what to do and not to do. But we still do it. We still say it. We're still in those same places. Amen. We're still touching it. Amen. See, why are we doing those things? Why? Huh? Why are we doing those things? Amen. See, John wants his readers to know that God's character is light. Point blank. God's character is light. He said, let there be light. 
It was formless. It was void, meaning that it was dark. It was already dark. He didn't like it. He didn't want it. He said, let there be light. We need to say, let there be light in our life situation. Are you tired of darkness in your life? Are you tired of darkness in your marriage? Is you tired of darkness dealing with your children? Is you tired of darkness in your job? Is you tired of darkness in this evil world? Is you tired of darkness in the ministry? In the fivefold, in the body of believers? Say, let there be light. Call light to every dark situation. Amen. Call light. Amen. We could not walk in darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Because when we walk in darkness, we're not keeping God's commandments. Amen. See, God has given us commandments and instructions on how to live and how to follow him. That's why we must understand the promises of God. See, you can't obtain and receive the promises of God. If you're not walking in light, if you're walking in darkness, there's no way that you can receive the promises of God. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 30 and 21, wherever you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way to walk in it. But if you're walking in darkness, you won't hear those instructions. But when you're walking in light, no matter if you turn to your right, no matter if you turn to your left, your ears will hear the voice of God, not your own voice, not the voice of Satan, because those are the other two voices that always sometimes be permanent in our minds, in our hearing, but God's voice, and he will show us where to walk. Amen. Because if we follow his instructions, he said, turn to the right, or when you turn to the left, but open up your ears to hear my voice. Don't listen to your own voice. Don't listen to everybody's voice. We meet people and we say, oh, they like me. Oh, da, 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 da. These good people. Okay. But you need to hear the voice of God because everybody ain't good. Just because people say, I like you, just because people give to you, just because people help you, just because people is around you, don't mean that they really there for you. And they may well be there for you. And that's good. But you have to discern and ask God and know what is their motive? What is the purpose of them being in my life? Because Everyone have a purpose, a purpose and where we go and what we do and who we're connected with and why and how and where. Amen. So we have to listen to the instructions. Amen. Hallelujah. Because when we listen to the instructions, amen, we're able to see God. When we're walking in the light, we are able to not only follow God's instructions, but we're also able to obey his commandments. I'm not commanded to like you, but I'm commanded to love you. 
So in my love, I have to like you because you can't love somebody and not like them. But we focus so much on liking people when God did not command us that. He commanded us to love them. See, our love will abound more and more. And when our love abound more and more, then we will begin to what? Like them. But we focus so much on liking them that in the liking, the enemy always go in a monkey branch and then we now don't like them. But we're commanded to love them. So now we're disobeying God's commandment because he said we are commanded to love one another. Amen. We must continue to walk with Jesus. Amen. If we want to know what it looks like to walk in the light, then we must continue to understand the life of Jesus. Because when we understand the life of Jesus, we know that he is the marvelous light. See, we need to continue to treat people with compassion. Love people. When we are loving people who no one else around seems to love, that's God. When we're loving our enemies and praying for those who prosecute us, radicule us, don't you know we're investing, we're shaping those close to us? Yes, they prosecute us. Yes, they betrayed us. Yes, they've done bad things against us. But don't you know we're shaping them into love? Because they're wondering, how could they still love me when I have prosecuted them? How could they still love me and I betrayed them? How could they still love me and I've done bad things against them? God is shaping them into love. Amen. So we must continue to have an intimate prayer life. Amen. Deep. We must continue to have extreme confidence in the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And when we're able to do these things, it will help us stay walking in the light. It will allow us to be more like Jesus. So we need to ask ourselves, how are we doing in the area of loving those that have prosecuted us? Loving those that have portrayed us? Loving those that have used us? And done bad things against us. You know, it's not easy after you have prayed and you have toiled all day, all night, and travailed and helped people, and they still run your name in the mud, and they still come and try to character assassinate your name, the ministry that God has called you to. Come on now, you're everything. And this is just not regular lay members, we're talking about leaders. Leaders is telling people, don't go around such and such. Don't do this with such and such. Hey, we got to be careful. Hallelujah. We can't put our mouth on God's elect. Yes, some are not doing what God has called them to do, but God will deal with them. We continue to hold them up and pray them up, but we don't continue to endow on what they're doing that is wrong. We call it out in love. We pull them to the side and talk to them in love. But we never radical them in front of people. We never bring it out in front of the group and everybody. There's a way we handle things with wisdom. Amen. So when we're walking in the light, we're also confessing our sins. 
We're experiencing God's forgiveness through Christ. We're not walking in unforgiveness. We're not walking in bitterness. See, you cannot be in Jesus and walking in unforgiveness. You cannot be in God and walking in bitterness and hatred and wrath. But a lot of us, we are preaching the gospel. We're saying God has called us to this, but we don't like so-and-so. How can we be a leader and don't like another leader? And especially a lay member. Yes, people do things to us. Yes, I know they killed Jesus. Please help me. But at the end of the day, how can we say that we are in God and that we are walking in light, but we don't like our brethren? How can we say we love God who we cannot see, but hate our brethren who we can see and God is all up in them? I don't understand it. You can't. You cannot. There's no way in words that you can. That's why we must love one another. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, helps us when we struggle in areas in our life of sin. That's why we need to pray every day and ask the Lord God to forgive us of what we do. Forgive us of every sin that we have committed, knowingly and unknowingly. Because even though we're in Christ, even though God is using us, even though we are Christians and filled with the Holy Spirit, we're sinners. We can sin unknowingly, have a thought in our mind, and don't cast it down. Vain imagination, which exalts itself against the things of God. Sin. So that's why we have to always pray and ask God to forgive us, hallelujah, of everything that we have done knowingly and unknowingly. Because some things in our spirit we don't know. And things we do know and try to ignore it. But God knows. Amen. So we must continue to confess our sins. That's why the Holy Spirit helps us with this struggle. Amen. See, Christ lives sinlessly in perfect harmony with the will of the Father. Amen. But we have not. But only by God's grace and only by Jesus Christ. Amen. That we're able to confess our sin. Because when sin is exposed in our lives, we need to confess that sin. And we need to allow God to forgive us. We need to repent inwardly. And inwardly. Not outwardly. See, we do a lot of things outwardly. We want people to see we run around the church, cry, blah, blah, blah. But is it true repentance? See, God knows that he sent his only begotten son. Jesus Christ died to free us from the curse of sin. So because we're in Christ Jesus, we have forgiveness. We have liberty, meaning that we have freedom from sin. Hallelujah. The Bible says if we confess our sin, he is faithful and righteous, forgiven our sins. And cleansing us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. This is a promise. This is good news. This is something that we can take to the bank and make a withdrawal. And know that it's not going to come back insufficient. Thank God. Because if we want to walk in the light. And experience the intimacy. The closeness with God. 
then we ought to live sinlessly, meaning that we need to repent daily, daily, asking God to forgive us of our sin, not letting sin get darker and darker, and then waiting to the very end to ask for forgiveness. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's get back to verse 9, John 1, 9. There it is. There it was, the true light coming into the world, meaning that this was a genuine, perfect, steadfast light that illumines everyone. That's why Isaiah 49 and 6 says, he says, it's too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will also give you for a light to the nation that my salvation may extend to the end of the earth. He gave him a light to the nation, meaning that he gave him guidance. He gave him light to see through every path that he would go through the nations. Nations also represent people. Glory to God. In verse 10, he came into the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Did they not know him? But the same ones, they walked with him. The disciples ate with him. And the ones that he healed and fed. But they knew not him. He came that which belonged to him. Hallelujah. And they who were his own. And not received him. And did not welcome him. Meaning to his own. Domain. Creation. Things that he created. So if they did not receive him. Because he is in you. Many will not receive you. And that will let you know that they're not of Christ. Thank God God reveals to redeem. Thank God that a lot of uh, our hearts was broken in areas because God did not want us to receive that darkness. Thank God. Because you can be in a place right now without light. So your heart got broken. And yes, it hurt it. But thank God, because it was darkness. It wasn't God's light. Because God is love. And love does not represent a broken heart. So thank God that you did not get so close or so into whatever it was. He was not received. And many of us were not be received because they're not of him. God is giving you an indicator. They're not of me. Quit trying to force people to be of him when they're not. That's why you keep going through this revolving door because God has warned you they're of darkness. They're not of my marvelous light. They're not of me. They're far from me. Matter of fact, they was the elect. They knew me. They walked with me. They trusted in me. But then they got into their flesh. They got into the things of themselves. They was deceived by Satan. They have become a reprobate. They're renegades. Yes, I know that there was once apostles. There was once pastors, prophets, teachers, and evangelists. But they have fallen from me. Because they have, they are not taking heed to my 
to come and have an intimate relationship with him when he's ready to pour everything out to your ears and tell you things that you have never heard. But you keep running to men and women, boy and girl, that he have not sent you to. Darkness. It says, but to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave authority, power, privilege, the right to become the children of God. That is to those who believe in, meaning trust in and rely on his name. That right there lets us know. He gave us authority. That lets us know Satan has no authority. Yeah, he, he's the prince of the air. He has the power, but he has no authority. Because Satan did not receive him or welcome him. So that's let us know that Satan has no authority. But we do. So we got authority and power over Satan in Christ Jesus. Not in ourselves, in Christ. You got to be in Christ. Isaiah 56 and 5, to them I will give in my house within my walls a memorial and a name better, meaning, and more enduring than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. The name of Jesus. Meaning that we can call on the name of Jesus and everything has to what? Bow. After everything has to what? Confess. Bow down, Jesus. Bow down in the name of Jesus. Everything has to bow down. Everything, everything has to bow down. Everything has to bow down. Everything. Hallelujah. Everything has to bow down. Everything. It says, who out their birth neither to blood nor to the will of the flesh, amen, nor to the will of man, but to God, meaning the natural father, the father, whoever, you, yourself, but to God. And the word, meaning Christ, it became what? Flesh and tabernacle. Come on. I like this passage. And the word became flesh. First of all, and the word, which is what? Christ became flesh. Amen? And tabernacle. Tabernacle means what? Within a tent of the flesh. Meaning that it lived within, among us. And we Meaning, actually saw his glory. Amen? His honor, his majesty. Such glory as only begotten son received from his father, full of grace, meaning favor, love, and kindness, and truth. Amen? That's why Isaiah 40 and, 40 and 5 says, And the glory of the Lord shall be what? Revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Hallelujah! Luke 3, 5, and 6. Every valley raven shall be what? Filled up and every mountain shall and hill shall be what? Leveled and the crooked places shall be made straight and the rough road shall be made smooth and all mankind shall see, meaning behold and understand and at the last mankind shall see and acknowledge the salvation of God, meaning the deliverance from eternal death decreed by God. And John testified about him and cried out, Meaning that he preached the gospel. He preached Jesus. He prophesied Jesus. This was he of whom I said. He who comes after me has priority over me. And he was before me. Meaning he takes rank above me. For he exists before I did. 
meaning that without Christ, I won't be in existence. Come on. He has advanced before me before he's my chief. So for out of his fullness, meaning the abundance, we have all received, meaning that we all have shared and we were all supplied with one grace after another and spiritual blessings upon spiritual what blessings and even favor upon favor and gift upon gift. So that right there is awesome. And because of all those things, we can receive in our hearts, amen, what God has given us to us, amen. So the Lord reminds us with this promise, if you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you return to him. Second Chronicles 30 and 9. Now let me help you read that. Let me help you pray that scripture. Hallelujah, because when we pray the word, the word cannot come back void. So we will pray that and say, oh, Lord God, because I have returned unto you, Lord, and because, Lord God, my fellow Israelites, meaning my children and those of my household, have shown, hallelujah, you will show compassion, hallelujah, those that have kept us captives, we are no longer captives. We have been set free. We have been released from our captives. We have returned to the land of the living. We have turned to the land flowing with milk and honey. For our Lord God is gracious because of his compassion. Lord God have never and would not turn his face from us because we have returned unto him. We shall always have love for him. We shall always give him thanks. We shall always worship him. We shall always lift him up because he is holy. He is passionate. He is changeless. He is almighty. He is merciful. He is righteous. He is just. He is sinless. He is pure. He is true. He's all wise, God. He's all magnificent. He's all worthy. He is our creator. He is truth. He is our strength. He is our redeemer. Hallelujah. He's all sufficient. He's all our savior. He's our hope. He's the son of God. He's our resurrection. He is the light of the world. He is the light of God. He is, hallelujah, our spirit. He is the Holy Spirit. He is the Lord of Lords and the Kings of Kings. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is love. He is wisdom. Hallelujah. He is glorious. Hallelujah. He is just. He is grace. Hallelujah. He's all-knowing. Hallelujah. All-seeing. Hallelujah. He's God that is there. Amen. He's radiant. He's faithful. Glory to God. He is worthy. He is good. Hallelujah. Because of these things I know. Because I have returned unto the Lord. And I be, because I returned to the Lord, my household, my children, hallelujah, will not be held captive by the enemy. We have been set free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's how we pray in his name. Amen. So in all these things, in the beginning, the point of beginning, because the Lord is our shepherd. We should not want. See, when the Lord is our shepherd, we understand one thing. He is our provider. So that's why we can call on what? Jehovah. We can go on Jehovah Raya. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Hallelujah. Our provider. He's the same place. He's in, always in the same place providing Whatever we need. Amen. Just like he was in the same place when Abraham went 
gave him a ram in a bush. Hallelujah. The Lord provided a sacrifice in a place of Isaac. He's our Jehovah Ra, our shepherd who tend to us, love us. He keep us safe. He is our shepherd. Hallelujah. He reminds us. Hallelujah. Because he feeds us. He's our heart regulator. He's our mind regulator. He is our keeper. He is our friend. He is our companion. He is our pastor. He is God Almighty. He is our Jehovah Nisi. He is our banner. A banner of protection. A banner of love. A banner of hope. A banner of wisdom. A banner of safety. A banner of glory. Amen. It's also the name Moses gave to the altar he built after defeating the Amalites, Amalekites. Amen. Hallelujah. He's our Jehovah Shalom, our perfect peace. Hallelujah. When you read in the word of God, Gideon gave this name to the altar he built at Ophrah. Hallelujah. In Judges 6 and 24. And you can find that banner that Moses built in Exodus 17 and 15. Hallelujah in your reading. Jehovah to seek anew. The Lord is our righteousness. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord because he will lead us to do the right thing. He will bring us into a place of peace. He will restore every city of Jerusalem in our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is our righteousness. Jehovah Shammah, the one who is with us everywhere. He is there. He is our omnipresent. Amen. Hallelujah. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts, our protector, the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. He rules over every angel. He rules over every element of the heavens. Amen. The heavens of heaven. Hallelujah. The Lord is on our side. And woe to those who fight against us. Let our God arise and let our enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. We shall flee like smoke before the wind when he gives the word to scatter them suddenly. They will be scattered in Jesus' name. Jehovah Rapha, I am the Lord. He is our chief physician. Hallelujah. He is our healer and fight against those that fight against us. Hallelujah. He heals our body. He heals every infirmity. God is glorious and never can too much be said about his glory because he is so magnificent. He is so glorious. I mean, we can keep going on and on talking about how glorious God is. That's why we can never, ever I mean, we can't run out of words. I mean, words will continue to flow because he is so glorious. Amen? Hallelujah. So in the name of Jesus, I cover every mind right now, every thought with the blood of Jesus. And right now, we receive healing, good health through the blood of Jesus. We rebuke and cast out all sin of guilt, shame, condemnation. We remove every false burden. We break and release from every curse. We command every demon high.
kind of curse to cut out in the name of Jesus. No weapons formed against us will prosper. We send confusion against every satanic attack coming against us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Coming against our marriage, coming against our children, coming against the body of Christ, the, the, the ministries, just people of God. We quench every fiery of fire of wickedness. Hallelujah. We decree and declare that the spirit of intercession being birthed in every home, right now, every marriage, every ministry, every block, every city, every state, every nation, every country, hallelujah, everywhere in the earthly realm, four corners of the earth, and we call forth intercessors willing to acknowledge, repent, and turn away from every sin so that we'll be able to walk forth as intercessors willing to acknowledge, and we pull down religious spirits and call forth the wind of God to blow up upon us right now supernatural authority against the enemy we pull down right now every spirit that will hinder the revival and the move of god that's already in the earthly realm right now in the name of jesus the fire of the living god to fall upon the altars of our hearts humility to wrap around us holiness sanctification to perfume us in our heart to pursue god as never before we speak that we are covered by the blood of jesus protecting under the wings of the most all god almighty el shaddai as we yield to him and become part of his end time army marching, hallelujah, victorious in our, hallelujah, and on our knees, rising up, hallelujah, with supernatural, hallelujah, authority to destroy the works of the enemy. We overthrow, overrule the plans of the enemy, and we snatch the souls of our children, men, women, boy, and girl from his hands through the conquering shield, the blood of Jesus, and the land and the authority of his word in the master's name of our Lord and Savior, our Heavenly Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, hallelujah and glory to God. Now, in ending, we want to let you know that in all things, as we stay in a position, in a posture of prayer, as even as God Almighty have given unto us in this word, as Jesus instructed the disciples in Matthew 6 and 9. In this manner, therefore, I pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed by the name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts and we forgive, that our de and we forgive our debtors and do not lead us to temptation, hallelujah, but deliver us from the evil one. For your is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Hallelujah. For if you forgive me in their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive me in their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So this right here is an effectual prayer. Amen. The disciples spoke the name of Jesus as they commanded in the name above all names was more than enough to produce every desire effect. I told you prayers are effectual. Prayers prevail much and avail much. Hallelujah. And they're fervent. Amen. So as we're praying in fervent prayer, we know that we will endure to the end and not give up. We will continue to pray without ceasing. We continue to believe God knowing that he will hear us. Hallelujah. Until it is produced. And even when it's produced, we're still praying. Because we're praying without ceasing. Amen. A fervent, fervent prayer is a prayer of faith. And because faith never gives up, 
It always produced that which is being believed to come to pass. Hallelujah. Just like the Bible reminds us in James 5, 14 and 16. But those that may have loved ones that are believing God for good health in their family's life right now, what they're going through. The Bible reminds us as we pray a prayer of faith in James 5, 14 through 16, it says, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anoint him with awe in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The, fer the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Hallelujah. So as we stand in the gap right now, as we stand here, and like the Bible says, let him call on the elders of the church. So as we're calling on the elders of SOAR International Outreach Network and all those intercessors that are listening under the sound of my voice, it says we are praying over everyone that is on their sickbed, not just sick and infirmities in their body, but even a form of depression oppression, anxiety. Right now, we're praying over you. We're going to anoint you. We're anointing you right now as I pour this anointing on in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we are anointing you right now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Right now, because we have prayed a prayer of faith over you, you shall be saved. You shall be healed. Good health shall be yours. Get up. Get up. Open up your eyes. Let's go. Get up. And the Lord shall raise you up. Get up. Call out their name. Tell them to get up. Every day that's under this prayer shall right now, we pray. Get up. And we also, Lord God, have come to you. And we ask you to forgive any sins that they have made. Hallelujah. Forgive them, oh God. As we have confessed our faults to one another, we're praying for one another. We thank you, O oh God, that they shall be healed, set free, and made whole. Because, Lord God, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. So, our Father, which in heaven, hallowed be thy name, is a picture of Calvary. And thanks to God that we call on the Father, virtue of the blood of Jesus. Hallowed thy name is us representing God. Hallelujah. Because we know that he has given us so many things. Hallelujah. Let that kingdom come that will be done. The kingdom come, meaning let our families come. Let the body of Christ come. Let our children come. Let the fivefold, the believers, the lost, the unsaved, the fivefold, the ministries, marriages, leadership, leaders. Let them come. Let your will be done in their life. Give us this day our daily bread. We thank you, O oh God, for the will of the Father. We believe in it, O oh God. Thank you for prospering us, O oh God. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. So we must put on our whole armor of God, our loins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to put the belt of truth on us. 
our breastplate of righteousness on us, shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, hallelujah, the helmet of salvation, feet that shed the preparation of the gospel, hallelujah, and the word of God with us, praying always in the spirit with supplications and thanksgiving. We pray a hedge of protection, hallelujah, over everyone under the sound of our voice. The Lord is our refuge. The Lord is our fortress, our rock. We trust in him. Hallelujah. Make the Lord God your habitation. Let him live in you. So let's continue to pray in faith. Hallelujah. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God, meaning that we're understanding God's word. So our prayer is based upon God's word. And without it, we fail. We will not get any results. So that's why we're praying with the scriptures of God so that our prayer shall be answered. We thank you, Lord God, for being our shepherd. We thank you, Lord God, for these effectual, fervent prayers that are never much. We thank you for your point of beginning in the word that was with you and is you, God. We thank you for the promises of God. We thank you, O oh God, that we will know who we are in you, O oh God. And as we close out on this morning, we thank you for giving us life. We thank you for such a presence. We thank you for your glory. As we arise and shine, our light have come. The glory of the Lord is upon us. And for those under the sound of my voice that know Christ but don't have a relationship with him, may not know Christ and want a relationship with him, and those that may be in Christ but want to reconcile their relationship with him, hallelujah, all you have to do is confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that he is your Lord and Savior. But before you do that, and we have already asked the Lord God to forgive us, right? Because before we started, we had to go to a place of forgiveness. But let's do it again. Because now that the word has come, we know that in order for us to walk in the light, we have to be truthful. So maybe we wasn't truthful in the beginning, so we're ready to be truthful now. So Lord God, forgive us of any sin that we have committed. Any word that we have said, every lie that we have told. God, help us, God, not to be liars. But help us, oh God to talk and live in truth. God, we need to live in your truth, your word. We need to be in your word. We need to let people see the light in us. No darkness. Remove any darkness around us. Even though if that's relationships or whatever, Lord, do it. Whatever pain we may have to go through because you're removing that darkness, Lord, God, just help us do it. But remove that darkness away from us because, God, we cannot walk in your marvelous light with darkness with us. So, Lord God, separate the darkness in our life that's not supposed to be. Thank you, Lord God, for saving us. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us life and forgiving us and giving us a second chance. And those that have never had a chance, welcome to the kingdom of God. Now that you're a son of God, open up your mouth wide. You will receive the Holy Spirit to be given unto you freely. As the Lord God endowed the Holy Spirit unto you, I pray that you begin to endow the speaking of other tongues. We pray in the Spirit. May the Lord God hear you. Open up your ears to hear. Open up your eyes to see in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
child, we just thank you right now for life. We thank you that they are being saved. And those that have reconciled their life back to you, we thank you for a second chance. We thank you for loving us all over again. Oh, God, we will give you the glory. We will arise. We will shine. Our light has come. The glory of the Lord is upon us. And as we leave this place, we are not leaving your presence because the glory is upon us. As wherever we go, you are going with us. We're not leaving you in the closet anymore. We're not leaving you behind, but you're going with us. We're going to sit on the passenger side and let you drive us. Hallelujah. And you're going to leave the way. We ain't going to tell you how to go, which direction to go. Because you made the, the way, the truth, and the life. God, we love you. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. But such an awesome presence that we have this morning. You know, you just want to absorb it and soak in it. You don't want to do more than what the Spirit is telling you to do. You just want to stay right there where he wants you to be. So we have concluded our service hallelujah and we thank the lord god for all he has he have done how he have showed up how he have visited us he's always with us we thank god and he's always here in the house with us amen because even when we leave he's still with us my god my god we are grateful hallelujah we're so grateful for who he is hallelujah so we just give god the glory hallelujah we give God the honor. Mm. Such a presence. So we thank everybody for joining us. Soar International Outreach Network. God bless everybody. If you would like to give, you can give to Money Sign Apostle Robin Stokes. If this was a blessing to you, amen. Hallelujah. You can give, amen. Go ahead and give. To, give go ahead and sow into this word. This was a good word. I'm telling you. Let's sow into this word, amen. Let's be faithful, hallelujah, and sowing into this word, amen. And I know for sure you sowing into this word, the Lord God is going to bless you, amen. Hallelujah, you're sowing in good ground, hallelujah. So we thank God for you, amen. And again, you can sow into this ministry, Apostle Robin Stokes, that is Money Sign Apostle Robin Stokes, or you can um, go through Zeal, Hallelujah, 513-615-4514. Hallelujah, God bless you. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. So we thank God for your life. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's um. So for those that uh, wanted that information, I'm glad that you asked. I went ahead and just gave it to you. So that's how you can sow into the ministry. And again. May God bless you and thank you for all that you have done and all that you're doing for this ministry. And we don't take it for granted. Everything that has been sown in this ministry, amen. God bless everybody. Oh, you be.